Hello and welcome to the Thursday, August 24th edition of the TU Sports Extra Podcast. I'm Patrick Prince. We appreciate you checking us out. Today, I am joined by TU Safety Kendarian Ray. He was kind enough to sit down with us for about 25 minutes or so to talk about a variety of topics. So let's get to it. Here we go. This is Thursday, August 24th. We're officially a week out from the from the season opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine you guys are a little tired of hitting each other and you're ready to play a game. What What's your mindset now that we're officially less than a week from the season opener? Um, I feel like the mindset's still the same. You know, um, going against your teammates every day, you know, we're hitting each other and things like that, trying to build that uh, physicalness into our game and making sure we're going to this first game, not missing as many tackles on the defensive side and getting those offensive guys used to getting their body hit because it's, it's been a couple months since we played an uh, actual game. Um, but, you know, it's it'll be good to go against a different opponent where we can just let it loose and play fast and physical and, you know, tackle someone else other than our teammates, you know, and, you know, we're just ready for that uh, opportunity. How physical are practices these days? Because it, it feels like back, you know, long ago, practices were extremely physical. Um, I don't know how physical they are today. So what what can you say about that? Um, I can say um, it's definitely definitely a different look. Um, you know, with my first five years here, we didn't do too much tackling to the ground uh, just due to, like, trying to keep each other healthy and things like that. Um, but, you know, with the new staff here, we kind of, you know, hit every now and then at practice just to, like I say, build that uh, physicalness to our bodies, just, you know, get our bodies used to being in contact and things like that because we haven't done it in so long. And um, I feel like it's been beneficial to us, you know, because – We've gotten stronger in the weight room and things like that. So, you know, we're putting that against each other on the field. So the Arkansas Pine Bluff opener is on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And over the years, TU has had a number of non-Saturday games. Um, does that does that affect you as a player in any to kind of have your games not always on Saturday or, or does that matter? Um, you know, I re- it really doesn't bother me as much. You know, I just see it as an opportunity to go out and play with my teammates again. Um, you know, every uh, game we play, no matter what day it is, it's just a good opportunity to, you know, showcase what we can be as a team and uh, also show, you know, our individual talents day by day. How are you guys dealing with the heat? Um, I can say our coaches have been very well of taking care of us this week. Um, the past two nights and uh, past Sunday, we have practiced at like eight at night just to try to keep us out of this heat, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, they want us to get good quality practice in and not have us in that heat because, you know, we'll get overheated and things like that. So they're thinking about our, you know, our health and our safety at the same time is getting good quality reps in. It's still pretty hot at eight, though. It's not like, right? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty humid out there. But, you know, it's, it's a different feeling. I think it's probably better to be out there in the humidity rather than being out in the beaming sun. Sure, so, sure. you know, I'll take that over uh, that for sure. Right, right, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what kind of season can TU fans expect from you guys this year? Um, you know, I hope um, we're looking forward to just, you know, coming out there and showing a case of, um, you know, a different era, you know, with the new coaching staff being here and just, you know, going out there and displaying, um, you know, all the things that they're holding us to this coming season and just, you know, try to get some of this old TU back um, going here at this university. What's the defense under Chris Polizzi like? Did I say that right? Yes, sir, you did. Okay, all right. That was my first time to say it out loud. I hope I got it right. Um, It's really good. You know, um, he's actually my safety coach as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, just 
being around him at a, um, on a daily basis and, you know, listening on these different meetings with him, um, it brings a different insight, you know, to our group as a, a whole because not only are we learning our positions, but he's, you know, filling us in on, you know, what every other position on the defense is doing. And it's actually been helpful for us because it's slowing our game down in the back end. And, um, I mean, he's he's a very intelligent coach. And, um, I mean, he coaches us very well every day. This is your last year at TU, your fifth year. Any personal goals this year? Um, You know, my personal goals, you know, those will come along as long as, you know, the success of the team uh, is where it needs to be. Um, I just see it as an opportunity as um, if the team has success, you know, my individual success will rise. Just, you know, stand out with my team having success. So, you know, um, you know, just leaning on my teammates, if they're playing good, you know, that just fires me up and makes me play better as well. Is the NFL a goal? Yes, sir. That is definitely a goal, you know. And, you know, we just got to do – take each step day by day, uh, each practice day by day, and each game, you know, one play at a time. And just hopefully, you know, we're putting out the right things like that to, you know, reach that personal goal. So, Kendarian, give me a teammate of yours that maybe fans or the media aren't talking about but that we should be talking about. Like who? Who? Give me an under radar guy that who might emerge this year. Give me a couple if you like. Um, you know, really just, you know, both sides of the ball. Really, I guess I'll start with the offensive side. Um, I think our running back core this this coming season just Jordan Ford and uh Taj Gary Anthony Watkins and um Bill Jackson. I just think those guys that group as a collective. I think they'll do um some really good things for us on the offensive side. Um. And I'm looking forward to watching them play the first game. Um, I can say defensive side, you know, I just really think, you know, our our Dean Lyman's as an, as a whole, the whole group of the Lyman's, Oren Ostrowski, uh, Julian, uh, Jaden Simon, and uh, Joe Anderson, I think those guys will be a big factor for us this coming year. And, you know, hopefully um, the secondary is doing what we need to do on the back end to help those guys get the sacks that they need and things like that and putting pressure. So we all just work as one chain. So I've asked some of the other players the same couple of questions that I'll ask you now. Yeah. Uh, the first one is you're you're a team leader. How mm -hmm. do you how do you lead? What does leadership look like to you, and how do you give it to your teammates? Um, you know, my way of going about leadership really is just I'm open ears to anyone. You know, um, I just try to listen to whatever problems they have. You know, people come and talk to me about you know different things like that. Um. And it's good when people have that comfortability. They feel like they can come and talk to you about certain things, if, it, if it's personal or on the field. Um, but I think what just puts me in the role that I'm in is just, you know, uh, I'm not too much of a vocal leader, but I have become more vocal this uh, year, I can say, because um, I've been asked of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I got it in me and I've been doing that. But I just think, you know, people view me as a leader because, you know, um, I, I try to do the things right every day. And I go out there and, you know, no matter how hot it is, whatever it is, body hurting or whatnot, you know, I'm going to go out there and put my best effort into it. And I feel like once you bring, once people see you doing that, you just try to bring one person along and then the next person just comes along and it's just a chain and, you know, it's just, just you know, a great atmosphere to do that. You know they're watching you, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um is any pressure to that? Any any burden to that? Or do you welcome that type of attention? Um, 
you know, I, I definitely welcome that type of attention. You know, it's a good look just to see, like, okay, these these guys or, you know, these freshmen really, per se, I can say, they look up to someone like this because, you know, they come in, I can say from my stand when I came in as a freshman, even though I was, like, a little lost dog, you know, I'm a little guy. I was 160 when I got here, and so I just had to take that route and, you know, trust those upperclassmen that was leaders and just trying to get some insight of, like, showing the way of what to do right, how to be, and things like that. Um, and I can say, you know, I kind of try to do that same role, you know, just talk to the young guys and just say, like, you know, uh, do this and this and this. And, you know, like, at the end of the day, you know, trust is a big key to this. And, if you know, if you can trust your off-the-field actions, you know, you'll get on the field much sooner than you expect, things like that. Have you ever had to get on a teammate, kind of get after him about something? He said that again, I'm sorry. I said, have you ever had to kind of get after a teammate, get on to him? Um, I wouldn't say much so get after or get on a teammate. Um, if anything, it's just, you know, sometimes we hit those phases where um, things get repetitive and, you know, we kind of have our days where we're not practicing our hardest or our best. So if anything, it's probably just words of encouragement like, you know, hey, I'm feeling it the same as you are. You know, I'm fighting through it, so let's fight through it together, things like that. You know, if I'm going to practice hard, let's practice hard together and just lean on each other and, and make this the best practice we can, even though we're all, you know, feeling it a little bit today. So with any new coaching staff, uh, Kendarian, there's a new a new energy, a new vibe, a new direction, you know, all, all new things. Uh, what's the Kevin Wilson vibe been like, he and his staff? Like, what's the, um, energy, what's the energy like? It's very good. Um, you know, it's definitely something different. Um, you know, I just we're that we definitely adapted to it differently than I expected. You know, because sometimes when you bring a new staff in, things like that, it doesn't just click right away. And I can say, since you know the spring, you know, just I think what kind of made everything click for everyone is him telling us that he didn't want to let anyone go. He wanted to keep the players that he had here right here to play for him. And I think when he did that, that kind of opened up a lot of people's eyes and made everybody buy in. And, I mean, the energy is just brought every day. We're attacking every day with a purpose. We're attacking every day for a goal. We're attacking every day just to be the best version that we can be individually and be the best version we can be as a team. He's known as an offensive innovator. What's it been like for the defense to go against his offense? It's been really good. Um, I can say just – you know, going against him every day and things like that, you know, he sees things from an offensive perspective. So he kind of will uh, put a little chips to our game and kind of tell us like, hey, I think if you do this differently, this could probably work better, you know, just seeing it from his perspective. And I think it's uh, kind of – and it helped me in my game a little bit, to be honest. And I think it's helping our defense as a whole, to be honest, because our coaches lean and feed off of each other you know, and just seeing, like, maybe this is a weakness in this. Maybe this is a strength in this. So I feel like all of us are combining the different type of looks together, and it's just helping us all at uh, once. When you entered the portal, did you – were you thinking, I'm gone, or were you – was it more just about weighing options? Um, when I entered the portal, it was more about weighing options at the time. Um, you know, I talked to Coach Wilson right when he got here the first day he came in, um, and, you know, we just spoke, and – you know, he was very respectful of it. Uh, he was just like, you know, I would like for you to stay, but I'm going to let you have at least a week or two, see what your options is. And when it comes to this certain date, then I'm going to start hitting you up a lot and we're just going to have different conversations of, 
you know, that I want you back here. I feel like you're a great player and things like that. And what really made my decision to come back was his conversation with my parents. And, you know, just after the conversation, my parents was just like, um, I like him as a coach and I think he'll be good for you. And, you know, I weighed my sat on it for about a week and, you know, I made my decision, you know, why not come back to where it all started? I feel like I'll be coached here, things like that. And it's been good so far since I've been back. What did he say to your parents? Uh, he was just, you know, just just saying the things that he's heard of me uh, for his time being here, of how good of a guy I am. You know, I, I do everything right on and off the field and things like that. And, you know, he doesn't didn't make any type of promises. You know, he never said, like, I can get him here, I can get him there. But he was just telling them that he'll do everything in his power to get the best out of me every day and try to make me become the best player I can be. Did you know he was going to go see your parents? Uh, well, so what it was, I was actually in town. My parents came in town for a visit when I went to Oklahoma State. And, um, you know, I called them and I told them, like, hey, my parents are in town. And he's been trying to reach out to them for like two weeks. But when he first got here, he was so busy with different things. So I told him my parents are in town and he was like, just bring them by the office so we can have a conversation. And we had about a about a 45 minute to an hour conversation and it went really well. Oh, so you were all together? Yes, sir. We were. OK, OK. Did that. OK, so did that conversation seal the deal for you or was there still more consideration from you? Um. I can definitely say that conversation, you know, definitely probably leaned my 50-50 uh, chance to maybe like 80-20 coming back to Tulsa at the time. Okay. And what uh, How did your? What was your parents' involvement? They heard directly from Wilson, like you just said. Were they offering their opinions or were they just leaving it up to you? Um, you know, they was just leaving it all up to me. But I guess it was more so the conversation with them was just the put a face to him, you know, get to, you know, get to uh, know him as a person, things like that. Cause you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, my life is in his hands and things like that. So, um, you know, he just told them, you know, like I said, he didn't make any type of promises, but he just told them, you know, like he'll make me be the best man I can be off the field and on the field by any means necessary. And I guess, you know, like I said, that those words touched my parents and, you know, they just told me at the end of the conversation when we was going home that, you know, they liked them and things like that. And they was just like, we'll leave the decision up to you. And I made the decision to come back to Tulsa. The portal is a good thing because it gives players some control over, you know, over themselves. But mm -hmm. uh, is there anything you'd change about the portal and, and how it works? Um, I wouldn't change too much about it. It was it was a stressful time for me, I can say. Um because coming out of high school, the only offer I did have was Tulsa. So I can say I never had the real experience of being recruited heavy. Um, and so when I was – it was a little stressful, you know, a little bearing and things like that. So I was just having different conversations with my dad and just, you know, how I need to go about things. And, you know, him and my grandparents were just saying, like, you know, just pray on it and things like that. And, you know, you'll feel what's best for you. And – you know, when I was talking to other schools, things just didn't sound well, you know, and I know where I'm at here at Tulsa. I've done a lot here and, you know, I love these guys here and they respect me as a, a person and a player as well. So that's what, you know, I, I decided to come back to Tulsa and, you know, I feel like it's the best decision I didn't make uh, in my life so far. Would you go so far as to say it was an overwhelming experience? Is that fair? Yes, sir. I can, I can say it was an yeah. overwhelming experience because – it's just a lot of options to weigh things like that. Just making sure, you know, you don't want to get caught up in a bad situation where you go somewhere and, 
you know, you, you wind up not playing as much as you did at the, the school that you were once before. Yeah, it's tricky, right? The grass yes, is sir. not is not always greener, and you you hear play, about players all the time who who don't even get out of the portal for one thing, yes, mm-hmm. or or transfer to somewhere, and you know they get buried on the depth chart, or maybe it's not, yeah. you know, maybe it's not. So, um, so once you enter the portal, does your phone just blow up? Yes, sir. Like I entered the portal in my, it was just like messages after messages after that. Like once your name's out there, it's kind of. I guess I don't know how the system works, but I guess it just gets shots out, shout out to each coach and things like that. And it's just boom, 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 message after message and follow on Twitter after follow. And that's how it went. So I wanted to ask you about conference realignment. You know, that's a big topic with, you know, media and fans. It seems like everybody has an opinion on it. Uh, To me, you know, I'm quite a bit older than you. To me, it's kind of sad just to see, you know, a lot of these traditional uh, rivalries, some regional rival rivalries, um, it just, it, you know, it just makes me a little sad. But I'm wondering how you feel about it as a player. Um, You know, I don't I don't know the the, the cause or the mean behind it, um, you know, and things like that. But, you know, sometimes you it, it could be a good opportunity to see it, uh, you know, just – getting more teams, different teams, an opportunity to play in a bigger conference or a different conference per se. Um, but, you know, I don't know what's the the real jizz behind it. But, um, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I can say, you know, it's just another opportunity to play a different team in my eyes, just being a player like that. Um, but I, I just leave, you know, the real question like that just up to the to the people that's up top making those decisions, <laughs> you know, changing the conference. So, you know, I'm just a player just – you know, playing this game every day and just hopefully making my parents proud. Uh, and that's what I'm doing. Now, you're from Texas. What college did you grow up following? Um, You'll be surprised. So my dad was a big Miami Hurricanes fan, so he had me put on those guys for a long time. Um, he had me watching the 30 for 30s of Miami Hurricanes at a young age. So that was the team that I followed. Uh, during my time when I was younger. Uh, I really didn't find out about Tulsa until they came and found me at one of my high school games. Who was your favorite Miami player from that era? Uh, I could say um, Sean Taylor. Oh, of course. Yeah, he was a safety too. Yes, sir. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. Uh, so football is a violent game. What What are Sunday mornings like for you? Um, I can say Sunday mornings are sore, definitely. Rolling out the bed, trying to make some breakfast and see my parents before they leave. It's very, very sore afterwards. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I just, you know, I, I can let it be, you know, because I got to play the game that I loved the night before. And, you know, I put everything that I did on the line for my teammates to, you know, try to help us win by any means necessary. I mean, once you get up and around a little bit, do, do you start to feel better? Or is it just like, are you just sore all day long or, or all week uh, Definitely once we get up and moving around, you know, uh, you know, we usually um, do a little um, we usually go to the training room from like an hour to two hours just to try to flush our bodies and get a little bit of the nicks and bruises worked on. And, you know, we'll do mobility in the weight room and things like that and get like a little flush lift in just to try to release all that um, lactic acid in our bodies just to try to loosen us up to get ready for this next week that we have coming. So that's usually how my Sundays go. 
So did you say earlier that TU was your only offer coming out of high school where you played quarterback and you played quarterback, but you also rushed for quite a bit of yards at quarterback, but, but no offers. No offers that Tulsa was the only offer that I received. And uh, it was actually, um, I got offered by, um, oh my goodness. What's the old DC name? Gillespie, Gillespie um, offered me uh, when I was in high school. He was coming to watch a linebacker that he offered from uh, Magnolia, Texas. And um, him and my old high school coach was really good friends. And he kind of told him that, hey, I got a guy to look at you, my quarterback. And he told him we're not looking for offensive players. And my head coach told him was he'll be a great defensive player for you in the future. And did you play defense in, in high school? <laughs> no, sir, I did not. So I was strictly offensive guy. So how did that – what did you think – was it Gillespie who said, come play safety for us? Like, how'd that yeah. go down? Okay. Um, so it, it was it was very unique, to be honest. You know, uh, they brought me in as an athlete at the time. But, you know, it was more so I was going to be a safety at the time. And that's how the conversation went. And, um, you know, I told my dad about it. And my dad was a safety in high school. So my dad played quarterback. Uh, quarterback, receiver, and safety in high school. Yes, you can do that back in the day, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he just told me he felt like safety would be a good position for me to play. Just me being a physical guy that I was, you know, being running the ball and just seeing things as a quarterback, it could help me on the back end. And I can say being a quarterback, that stuff has helped me translate some things and aspects to my game, being a safety, because I can see different things a little sooner and, and differently like that. Um, but that conversation with Gillespie of switching to safety, um, I was happy about it. You know, it was a it was a big change for me for sure. Sure. Um, not being a defensive player at all, but I mean, look at me now. I mean, I, I love the position with uh, with everything I have now. How long did it take to feel comfortable back there? It's a very instinctive position. Yes. Yes, sir. It is. Um, so I can say my redshirt freshman year, I got a lot of reps there. Uh, I wasn't comfortable at that time. But uh, that was probably them testing me and putting me out there to get comfortable. And I can say uh, it was a little a little scary because my first game playing it was at Michigan State, uh, my redshirt freshman year. Wow. Uh, I wasn't expecting to take too many snaps, but I actually took uh, a lot of snaps. And my first snap in the game, I made a tackle. Um, so that kind of got a little bit of the jitters away. But I can say I got really comfortable with the position probably um, the 2020 year, the COVID year, when I got into the starting role and, um, you know, I took that that summer going into that year, I took it very, very strong just to get comfortable back there and making different calls and things like that. And since then, it's just been a comfortable position for me since then. What do you do when you're not in school or playing football? Um, I can say at my me and my roommates at the house, we just sit in the backyard and, you know, get on the grill every now and then and cook some ribs and things like that. Um, but other than that, you know, we don't do too much. We just – I just stay out the way. You know, I'm always watching film and things like that, just focused on, you know, the season, really. That's my biggest goal this year is just doing whatever I got to do to have a, the best season I can, knowing it's my last one. So ribs is one of those things where, you know, you can do it a lot of different ways and kind of add your personal touch. How, how do you do your ribs? Uh, So I usually – I cook my ribs – Um on the grill first and then I usually um 
I put them in foil and then I marinate them with um, some Italian dressing and just let them soak soak there and smoke for about three, four hours where they can fall off the bone after a while. That's how my dad taught me, and I've been doing it with him for a long time. Italian dressing. Now, I've never heard that before. Yes, sir. I've seen people who do, like, you know, they'll, they'll wrap them and, you know, put apple juice and butter, you know, that kind of thing. I've never heard Italian dressing. All right, I'm going to have I'm gonna have and to try it's kind of surprising. I've never asked my dad why he uses Italian dressing, but you know, he's taught me that way since I've been young, and I just that's the only way I remember how to do it. So, how long do you grill before you wrap? Uh, I grill about mm, about thirty minutes, then I wrap. So you just you're just trying to get a good char on them. Yes, sir. What kind of dry rub do you use? Uh, I use a um, rib rub, real dry rub. I'm a big um Harley Harley's guy. Okay. They don't sell it out here in Oklahoma for some reason. Or maybe they do and I just ain't found it. But usually my dad has to bring some Harley seasoning from back home. And that's basically what I just use for mine. Do you have a local place here you like to go have barbecue? Uh no, I don't. I really don't. Uh we just do it at the house all the time and I'm really excited for next week. You know, we got a Thursday game, so we get to have Saturday off and my dad's going to come up here and grill. So I haven't had his barbecue a couple months. Very nice. Very nice. You're a, you're a LeBron James fan. Is he the best ever? Uh, in my eyes, I would say he is. Um, you know, he's, you know, I, I was a basketball guy before a football guy. So I looked up to him a lot, but, you know, I just look at the different things that he do outside of basketball, just his, you know, foundation and the, uh, the school that he has in uh, Akron, you know, that's just a, a good thing to do just to touch the community like that, just knowing where you came from and things like that. And, you know, I look at that side because hopefully I can do things like that outside of the athletic ability and just have a voice outside of uh, athletics. Who's number two? If he's one, who's two? Ooh. As like of all time? All time. I guess you, you just got to go with Jordan, obviously. You know, I don't. That's a big debate, you know, and I don't want to get started on a big debate, but LeBron's one in my eyes because I guess you can say that's the person I've seen playing in my time since being on Earth. Sure. I never got well, to watch a Jordan game, so that makes sense. Well, did you see? Did you see the Last Dance? No. So I'm I'm so terrible at TV. Sometimes I started it, <laughs> got the got got to episode two, and I haven't finished it yet. Oh. <laughs> Well, it, it's interesting, you know, because you never saw Jordan play, like even on TV or anything like that. So, yeah, it, it's interesting. I've got, you know, a, a nephew who's he's a, he's a few years older than you, but and he's a he's a LeBron guy. Um, but I'm 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 a Jordan guy because I just I grew up seeing it. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. funny. Um, I had a boss about 20 years ago and he would get frustrated because he would say stuff like well you, you know you young kids you think you know just Jordan started the NBA like there wasn't a game before him so I mean <laughs> I think I think who you grew up watching has a lot to you know shapes a oh, lot yeah. about your opinion yeah. so anyway all right well I saw that on your bio that you were a LeBron fan so I just had yes, to ask sir. um who's most responsible for getting you to this point in your life um I can really say you know just my family in general um, but I can say the person that probably had the most impact in it would probably be my dad, um, you know, and I can even say my brothers per se. Um, so I'm the youngest of five. I got four older brothers. 
So I've just I grew up watching them play a lot, things like that. And, you know, they always had me out catching the football when I was younger with them and things like that. And my dad grew up coaching me. Um, and so back home in my town, it's not too big. So we don't have big like training facilities to go to. So um, I train with him every time I go home. Um, even, even, even now? Yes, sir. That's that the guy. Okay. Every time, every time I go home, that's the guy I lift with. That's the guy I train with. You know, and you know our our connection is just unique. Uh, you know, he's really my best friend, and you know he's helped me with, you know, a lot of decisions I've made while being in college and things like that. And you know, he, I, I call him every day and just let him know how my days go. You know, football or class and things like that. So he plays a big role in my life. Okay, last question. Uh, what does success look like this year for University of Tulsa football? Winning season, bowl game, bowl victory. You know, it's your last year. It's the, you know, first year of the Kevin Wilson era. What does success look like? Um, You know, I feel like the success will be whatever this team as a whole wants it to be. And right now, you know, our goal is to reach a bowl game and, reach a conference championship, things like that. So I feel like, you know, we just go in and hopefully we go each week and just try to be 1-0 and and taking each game by each game be the success that we need to, to reach the goals that we want to reach. You can download the TU Sports Extra podcast for free on Google, Apple, or Spotify. We want to thank Kendarian Ray for his time. I'll be back next week with another player interview.